Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting. The, it's not butts this time. What? <laughs> it's the other end edition. Aww. <laughs> I, you know me, I am obsessed with a butt. This whole I, podcast is obsessed with the butt. It's true. It's true. We talk about them all the time. And yeah, I always get a little disappointed when we're not talking about them. But the other end. That's right. Can be interesting too, I guess. Fucking interesting. <laughs> okay, I trust you. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Episode zero seventy seven. Intriguing mouths. Mm-hmm. I mean, is right. If that's not a great title, I don't know what mouths. it is. Intriguing mouths. Intriguing mouths. <laughs> Jill just did the most amazing dance with just using my head. It was like the um, the night at the Roxbury dance. <laughs> But she was making full eye contact with me. I'm a little it was, nervous. It was a little aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> it was aggressive. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm Jill Chacha, and I am with slightly disappointed but impressed Marissa Riley. Oh, always impressed. <laughs> always impressed. Not disappointed. I am excited to hear about some mouths. They're fascinating. Oh, yeah. Holes. I love <laughs> You know, I just love a hole. I love a hole. <laughs> This podcast also loves a hole. We love our holes. That's true. Uh, If this is your first time listening, (laughs) welcome to the flock. Welcome. Uh, Dr. Riley here comes in cold and learns everything in real time, just like you. It's true. I had no idea what we were going to talk about. I assumed it was butts. I was wrong. It's okay because we're talking about the next best thing, which is a hole. That's right. That's right. Love it. Next best thing. Um, yeah, I guess we should begin uh, today. We have two incredible stories about some aquatic friends Aww. and new discoveries about what's going on in their mouth parts. I, I love an so. aquatic friend. <laughs> Gotta know what's going on <laughs> in their holes. <laughs> Can't forget their holes. Never. Never. Uh, so, you know what? Let's start big, and I mean real big. Uh, let's talk about lunge-feeding whales. Oh. <laughs> That's right. A.K.A. Rorkel whales, A.K.A. two of the largest creatures on Earth, A.K.A. your favorite whale, blue and fin whales. Fuck yeah. That's right. Blue and fin <laughs> whales, whatever they are. <laughs> Come on, blue whales. Now, although blue whales, for example, are fucking gigantic, the ocean is even larger. Yeah. This fact and a few other facts, like their dwindling numbers and elusiveness are some reasons as to why we don't know very much about them. Uh, they're a tad difficult to study, to say the least. <laughs> that's fair. It's really hard to study something that's um, mm-hmm. bigger than my yeah. apartment, no, uh, which yes. isn't saying much. <laughs> Although for Brooklyn, it's pretty big. Um, but yeah, it's I, I can't yeah. even fathom how big they are. They're just... They're the largest creatures on the planet. They're amazing, yeah. too. Uh, but here's a couple of things we do know. Now, Dr. Marissa, what do you say we take turns reading some bonkers factoids about our blue whale friends uh, before we get to the breaking news? I am so here for All it. Right. Would you like to start us off? Absolutely. All right. From treehugger.com, quote, the blue whale's heart is huge. It's the largest heart in the animal kingdom, weighing about 400 pounds, or 180 kilograms, and is roughly the size of a bumper car. That's an odd... 
Odd choice. That is a weird choice. Um, <laughs> a reference. Of reference. Uh, completing the quote, as a blue whale dives to feed, its giant heart may only beat twice per minute. Ooh. A blue whale's tongue alone can weigh as much as some elephants. <laughs> Thank you, doctor. Alarming. Thank you, doctor. Uh, blue whale calves are the biggest babies on earth, Aww. easily, and at birth already rank among the largest full-grown animals. They pop out at around 8,800 pounds, Yay. or 4,000 kilos, Oof. with a length of some 26 feet. I, I, that yeah. is the size of this apartment. Yeah. <laughs> that is roughly the size of this 26 apartment. 26 feet long, baby. Oh, um, my God. They also gain 200 pounds a day. Ah! And their growth rate is likely one of the fastest in the animal world, with a several billion-fold increase in tissue in the 18 months from conception to waning. Oh, <laughs> Big. <sighs> All right. Um, going on with the quote, blue whales, in fact, are the loudest animals on the planet. A jet engine registers at 140 decibels. Uh, the call of a blue whale reaches 188. <laughs> Their language of pulses, groans, and moans can be heard by others up to 1,000 miles away or 1,600 kilometers away. Yeah. Uh-huh. <sighs> You're okay? I think, uh, yes, I will survive. Yes. Uh, Here's some shitty info because humans. Uh, From 1904, from 1904 to 1967, in just 63 years, more than 350,000 blue whales were killed in the Southern Hemisphere. No. In 1931, during the heyday of whaling, an astounding 29,000 blue whales were killed in a single season. Oh, my God. There are only around 10,000 to 25,000 individuals left, end quote. Now, this astonishingly fucking blows. But in 1967, they received worldwide protection, and the numbers seem to be increasing. I love that! Oh my god, that, I feel like that never happens. I know. It's a great story. Aww. It's awe-inspiring, and so is their feeding behavior. Oh. Yes, that's right. Oh my. Now, lunging whales do what we all do when it's dinner time. They accelerate, thrusting their entire body towards their meal, usually a large mass of small fish and krill, and open their jaws a staggering 90 degrees. I mean, if that's not relatable, <laughs> I, I don't know what that is. Replace small fish and krill uh, with Indian food. and yeah. um, Or a burrito. Or a burrito. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I know what I'm doing right after this, and it's opening my jaws staggering 90 degrees for a burrito. <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. Put it on a tote. <laughs> now, the amount of water that ends up in their mouths is enough to fill their entire body. What? Or as Kelsey Gill, no pun intended, Kelsey Gill, <laughs> a zoologist studying whale physiology at the University of British Columbia, told the New York Times, quote, it's crazy. Imagine putting an entire human inside your mouth. End quote. Yeah. It's the, yeah, it's the equivalent. An entire human in your mouth. I know. A whole me. A whole you in, in yeah. a mouth. <laughs> that's right. I, oh, that's a lot. Let's keep going. <laughs> Let's keep going. So speaking of physiology, 
Luckily for the whales, they have a throat pouch that expands enough to hold all this water, about 50,000 liters if you're a blue whale. Uh, and that amount, by the way, could fill an average swimming pool. I like how they just have this pocket yeah. that's uh, swimming pool size. <laughs> it's pretty great. That's wild. Kind of jealous. I'm kind of jealous too. I need one of those. I have a lot of shit. <laughs> I have a lot of crap to carry, to carry around. I'm tired of it. Yeah, yeah, I wish I'd throw it all into my swimming pool size inner pocket. <laughs> I want to make a vagina joke right now, but I won't. <laughs> Get it? Because it's uh, a pocket? Okay. Oh, <laughs> quickly moving on. Uh, <laughs> now, as quickly as they gulped it, that pouch deflates. And in about a minute's time, water exits through the baleen back into the ocean and the whale is left with literally thousands of pounds of krill trapped in its mouth, this becoming one meal of many meals. Your average blue whale, my friends, eats about 16 tons of food a day. Do we have enough? <laughs> I'm genuinely... It is concerned. Like, stressed. I mean, the ocean is big, but she's not that big. <laughs> the buffet... Won't last that long. I know. Oh, no. I know. And I love And it's mostly because of our fault. <laughs> I know. It's our fault. Oh, no. Oh, God. God damn it. So uh, this feeding behavior seems pretty straightforward, right? Uh, but here's the thing. If your mouth is filled with 50,000 liters worth of water while swimming at a high speed, how do you not choke? Oh, I didn't even think of that. Right? Exactly. How? I mean... Yeah, if you poured an entire glass of water in your mouth at once as we speak, it wouldn't go well. No. <laughs> no. I remember once trying to hold jello in my mouth. I don't know why. I was just trying to see how long I could hold it in my mouth. It's hard. Yeah. Now ima- imagine more. Yes. <laughs> Imagine more jello. I was a child in the jello situation. This wasn't like yesterday, by the way. I just didn't. Because I was imagining you yesterday. I was like, where was I? What happened? Was I in the bathroom? What happened? I leave you alone for one second. Oh, my God. So up until just months ago, scientists didn't know how whales avoided choking on prey and water flooding their respiratory tracts during one of their lunge feeding events. So, Dr. Marissa, please tell us what recently took place to help initiate a V-important study. I, I, I have to know. All right. From the New York Times article, Why Whales Don't Choke. <laughs> Very to the point. Yeah. Uh, quote, to determine how these whales are safely chowing down on their food, Dr. Gill and colleagues analyzed deceased fin whales. When you, uh, when opening up the mouth of the first whale, they were confused by what they saw. Uh, quote, if you look in the mirror and uh, at the back of your throat, it's just a big empty space, Dr. Gill said. But when we were looking in the back of this whale's mouth, there was this space that was just plugged with tissue. Mm-hmm. And we thought, that doesn't make sense. That's where food has to travel through. Why is this being blocked off like that? End quote. Mm-hmm. There you so, go. Basically, they were looking for a hall and they found a brick wall. Exactly. That's right. How you walk through it. Are you a ghost? <laughs> that doesn't make sense <laughs> no, at all no. for this circumstance. <laughs> Even a little bit. 
That doesn't make... Okay, please continue with the podcast. I will continue. (laughs) Yeah, my friends, a wall of sorts. I'm I'm trying to work with it. Thank you. I appreciate it. You don't have to anymore. I'm trying to fold it in. You don't have... Yeah. (laughs) Uh, My friends, something unlike ever seen in another creature was in that space between the back of the mouth and the entrance to the throat. And I've got a picture of it. Oh, yes. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so uh, I pulled it from Dr. Gill's study, published in the January edition of Current Biology. Uh, Please, Dr. Marissa, tell us what you see. Uh, And of course, all photos we talk about today will be on our social media stuff. So please come on by and take a look inside this whale's mouth because it is a doozy of a thing. Um, Yeah, it's, it's a little graphic, okay, and a little confusing. So... Look for the arrows and the circles to help you out here. Thank doctor. you. Okay. okay. Now, yes. just a reminder, we are looking straight on into the mouth of a whale. Okay. That's very intimidating. <laughs> yes, it is. It sounds like the beginning of a poem. <laughs> here we okay. go. Okay. Oh, this is graphic. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm looking at something I'm not supposed to be looking at. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. If I didn't tell you it was a whale. Or I'm really supposed to be looking at it. Uh, one or the other. Uh, it looks like a vagina. Okay. Um, so I'm going to start with the first picture. Mm-hmm. Um, picture A. Yeah. And I'm looking into a whale's mouth. And it's just, it, it's kind of like what they said. Like, usually when you look into something or someone's mouth, it's a big dark hole. Um, but here I do see, like, uh, I, this is the top of the mouth, the mm-hmm. hard palate. Mm-hmm. You can see the baleen, which is kind of like where the teeth are, except it it's it, it looks like fur because um, they have to uh, filter out there all the go. fish. Yeah. But it looks like fur. Um, it's not. It's, it, it's its own thing. And then... <laughs> In this space where I'm guessing where the whole, like, the throat yeah. of the creature would be, there's just, like, it's yeah. just tissue. Yeah. It's just tissue. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it almost looks like a, like, you know, like a, when you've shaved something and there's, like, a five o'clock shadow because there's all these little spots on it. Yeah, there's some, sp- some spots on it. It's a... It's a pale sort of whitish color. It's it just looks like a a leg that you shaved yesterday. That's that's what that skin kind of mm-hmm. looks like. Yeah, to me it kind of looks like the uvula, you know that dangly thing at the back yeah. of your throat. But, but imagine if the uvula filled the whole space. Exactly. That's exactly right. <gasps> yeah, it, if it looks like it's plugging your throat if it plugged your throat shut. Which stresses me out because I I guess this has gills, so it doesn't need... Oh, no, no, it's a a whale. So it breathes out of its blowhole. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. Wow. What a Texas moment I just had. (laughs) It breathes out of its blowhole. Um, Forget it. I'm just going to go crawl in a hole. (laughs) It's okay. Um, It's all right. I'm so embarrassed. But here's the thing. Think of it like a huge uvula you know, clogging that space. That's pretty much what's happening here in these whales. Uh, According to the study called Anatomical Mechanism for Protecting the Airway in the Largest Animals on Earth, quote, by dissecting adult and fetal fin whales, we determined that a large musculo-fatty structure passively seals the oropharyngeal channel, end quote. Now, that was... A fancy pants fucking statement. That was, yeah, that was a lot. That was a lot. But before we break that down and describe how this fatty thing works, I have to get this out of the way. And, okay, my friends, 
They named this newly discovered musculo fatty structure, you guessed it, the oral plug. Oh no. I, <laughs> I just, I, let's just, I'm just gonna, let it out. I'm just gonna, I, it's just gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, hilarious. Yeah. Um, that's what they chose. The jokes are gonna are gonna come out in chunks um, <laughs> over the next like five days. Yes. Um, so yeah, you're never gonna forget that there's an oral plug. In it's there. a butt plug for your mouth. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. Yeah, folks. Okay. It's a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Should we move on? Yeah, okay. I'm a little right. broken. Let's okay. move on. All right. Now, Dr. Marissa, would you like to take turns reading how? The oral plug works exactly as so wonderfully described by Sam Jones of the New York Times. Yes, I <laughs> would love to. I'm going to try very hard okay. not to laugh. Okay. It's going to burst out of me at some point because I haven't yet, but we'll work on it. All right. Quote, by physically manipulating and dissecting the oral plug. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> okay, let's do that one more time. All right. You got this. I'm fine. I got, I'm an You're adult. A doctor? Pers- I'm a doctor. <laughs> not a doctor. All right. Quote, by physically manipulating and dissecting the oral plug, I'm fine. Researchers determined that when the animal is at rest, the plug blocks off the whale's pharynx, uh, a tube-shaped structure that leads to both the respiratory and digestive tracts, just like in other mammals, uh, including humans. Uh, when When a whale lunges, the oral plug protects both tracts from being flooded by the water and the critters that the animals have taken in. I mm-hmm. get it. I get there you it. go. For the whale, for the whale to ingest food, that oral plug needs to move. <laughs> Again, through manipulation and dissection, the researchers figured out that when the animal was ready to swallow its latest meal, the oral plug shifted upwards to protect the upper respiratory tract, including the nasal cavities and blowhole. At the same time, the larynx or the structure in the pharynx that guards the entrance to the lungs, it closes up and shifts downwards, sealing off the lower respiratory tract. In other words, during swallowing, the pharynx is the, the pharynx only leads to the digestive tract, and the upper and lower, lower airwaves are protected. End quote. That's so awesome. So it, it kind of blocks whatever isn't being used at that moment. So if you're swallowing, it's covering up the air hole so water doesn't get there. Mm -hmm. And then when you're at rest, it's it's just covering the whole thing. Covering the whole thing. Taking care of you. That's right. That's right. It's like a bodyguard for your throat. For your... It's a butt... For your hole? It's a a butt hole. Okay, I'm fine. So uh, I... In my notes, I put it as, nature has designed the ultimate plug for the ultimate animal. I think that's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so that works? Yes. Should we, should we, mark, yeah, should we market it as that? I, yeah, I think we should call the whale people tomorrow okay. and let them know. Okay, great. All right, my friends, so tick that off the box. We now know why and how whales don't choke. Oral plug. I'll leave you with that. Now, after the break, <laughs> I'm sure you know. Sharks lose and replace their teeth. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But hold on to your plugs, because uh, we're going to meet a fish that puts them to shame. What? Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Please do. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? 
That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industries shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everyone, Jill Chacha here from Well That's Interesting, and I am absolutely thrilled to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. I use it, I love it, and it all started by downloading the free Spotify for Podcasters app, which has all the tools you need in one place to record and edit your masterpiece of a podcast. Spotify for Podcasters also distributes your show to all major platforms. So when you hit publish, your episodes will stream not only on Spotify, but I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, Stitcher, Good Pods, the other ones. <laughs> You get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for Podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please, stay interesting. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back. And my friends, if you've never heard of the Pacific Lingcod before... Well, you can thank me later, oh. because we're about to learn about one crazy fish. I, I, I'm a big fan of a crazy fish, but I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of this one before. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Marissa, with no context, which is my favorite context, oh, yeah. uh, I'd like to show you two photos of the Pacific lingcod. Uh, and if you would, please tell us what you see in these photos. Just let it all out. And of course... For members of the flock, if you want to see this fish, you can absolutely Google it right now. Pacific Lingcod, L-I-N-G-C-O-D. Or you can just come to our social media stuffs and play along. Dr. Marissa, what do you see in this first photo? I would love to talk about it. Um, oh, I, <laughs> what a fish. I do see, it does look like a fish. Um, so imagine like a classic, like, um, like a fish. Uh-huh. You know, like a bass. Okay. Like a bass. Uh peeking out of the water, except um a lot of it is turquoise. Yes. Um the whole bottom and the inside of its mouth is turquoise, but the top of it is just a normal grayish fish color. Mm-hmm. It's also got uh like a fin going down its back i forgot what the word is it looks like a mohawk yeah and um 
and it's big and bony and and its eyes are just pitch black like a demon's. <laughs> so we've got turquoise on the bottom and in the mouth. We've got the mohawk and then we've got the demon eyes. Yeah. So a lot is going on with yeah. this fish. It's a uh, yeah, it's after my heart, I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> to me it's right out of the classic uh, film Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, kinda. I see it 100%. That's yes. Right. Uh, but wait, it gets better. We have to take a look inside its mouth. Oh, we got it. Yeah, we got right it. There. It looks like a rave in there. It's wild. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Sorry, she already showed me the picture. Um, ah! <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, this is pretty, this is, this is nightmare shit. Okay, um, can I describe it? Yes, please. Okay, for the listeners. Okay, so if you've seen the movie uh, Annihilation, it's kind of like the crocodile from that. Oh, yeah. When they open its mouth and it's just rows upon rows yes. of teeth, endless rows of teeth. So that's what it's like for this fish, but on a smaller scale. It's like one, two, three, four five rows of teeth on the bottom alone and then these two weird rows on yeah. the top oh yeah we're gonna talk about that which look weird <laughs> i've just never and they're not like i mean there's this outer teeth mm-hmm. like where the teeth normally go and then just two rows straight going back yeah. right next to each other and then there's this weird <laughs> <laughs> the thing in the middle. Yeah. There's a thing in the middle on the bottom. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. And then there's this blue spongy stuff in the back. There is so much going on with this fish. Uh, I don't know what it's eating, but but whatever, it's it's doing a great job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm really glad you brought up the very back of its mouth. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, all those itty bitty bumps are hundreds of teeth. Uh, it's like some toothy cyclone. That's how I like it. Describe it. I love that. Uh, yeah, uh, a toothy cyclone, and they swirl and cover the mouth down to the pharynx. Uh, but you know what? Let's get formal okay. and learn a few official things about the Pacific lingcod. I'd love to. Uh, they can grow up to five feet in length and weigh eighty pounds. That's pretty big. That's really long. That's a pretty big fish. Uh, so they toothy and they big, and its nickname is Buckethead. I love it. <laughs> I love it. The lingcod has a large head and a mouth filled with about 500 teeth. That's a lot of teeth, (laughs) you guys. That's just too many. That's right. And they use those teeth to feed primarily on bottom-dwelling fish, including smaller lingcod. Ouch. But also squid, octopi, and crab. And as the name suggests, you could find them in the Gulf of Alaska down to Baja, California. So the Pacific, the West Coast. Okay. Uh, And they're most abundant near British Columbia and Washington State. So. I, uh, my biggest fear is that we're going to talk about what happens if you put your hand inside this thing's mouth. Oh, don't do that. Yeah. It looks like what would happen if you put your hand in a garbage disposal that's on. Like it just, <laughs> you wouldn't see your hand again. It's, I wouldn't want to feel that pain. No, no, no. Unless those teeth are like little puppy teeth and it's just, <laughs> you know, when a puppy is like biting your finger and you're like, hello, oh, oh, that's oh, so cute. Thank you, demon fish. <laughs> Uh, so, and like you noted, Dr. Marissa, uh, some of them are blue on the inside. Yeah. yeah. Indeed, 20% of Pacific lingcod have fluorescent green or blue meat. What? And uh, you're probably asking why. I why am. Is it blue? Why? Okay, drum roll, please. Okay. <laughs> we don't know. Oh, great. <laughs> Good times. 
A recent study published in 2021 found blue, f- blue flesh fish have lower concentrations of a certain fatty acid, suggesting potential links between diet and blue fish. And I hear it's delicious, actually. Eating blue fish? Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> So we may not know why exactly some are blue, but we do know, my friends, we do know, what we do know is how often this fish loses and replaces its many, many, many teeth. Oh so, my God, it has yeah. to be con- like every three minutes. That's actually a pretty good estimate. What? Yeah, uh, let's not bury the lead any longer. <laughs> Dr. Marissa, please tell us, according to Annie Roth of the New York Times, how often is often? I would love to talk about this. All right, quote, how lingcod maintain uh, the sharpness of their terrifying teeth has long been a mystery. But a study published in October in the Proceedings of the Royal Society B claims that Pacific lingcod uh, keep their teeth sharp and shiny by replacing about 3% of them every day. Mm. Holy shit. For a lingcod, that's a whopping 20 teeth replaced daily. I was close. If you replaced your teeth at the same rate, you might lose and gain a new tooth every day. Ouch. That's right. End quote. Um, So that's like almost one every hour and a half. Yeah, pretty much. That's uh, that's just a lot. Yeah, Are they just swallowing them? <laughs> Are they spitting them out? Can I have one? Do sure. I want one? Think about it. Not really. Yeah. I've moved on. Okay. <laughs> now, if you're wondering, wow, how did researchers find this out? By counting tiny fish teeth over a number of days? Uh, yes, you're right. Aww. <laughs> now, why the Pacific lingcod was chosen for this study, um, other than because they're freaky looking and they're fucking cool, uh, the main reason is, quote, their teeth are similar to many other fishes. Oh. They serve as a really nice model for studying teeth in fish, says Carly Cohen, a doc- doctoral candidate at the University of Washington and a co-author of the new study, end quote. From the New York Times article, this fish, lose- <laughs> this, this fish loses 20 teeth each day, then grows them all back. It's all in the headline. Right Amazing title. <laughs> Best title ever. Yeah. So how did Dr. Cohen come to that number exactly, uh, other than counting them? Uh, Dr. Marissa, I thought we could tag team explaining the really ingenious way she figured out how to count these teeth, uh, how many they lost, and how many new ones came back. What do you say? I say absolutely. Okay, so I'll start. Well, it all began with Cohen and colleagues keeping 20 lingcod at the University of Washington's Friday Harbor Laboratories. According to the article, quote, the fish were placed in a tank of seawater infused with a red dye that stained their teeth. Then they were returned to their regular tank for another 10 days. When the 10 days were up, the fish were placed in a tank containing a green dye, then euthanized and examined. Oh, sorry. It's okay. (laughs) The teeth that were present The teeth that were present since the start of the experiment were a mix of both red and green, whereas the new teeth were only green. End quote. That is really cool. It's really fucking smart. You guys, that's really cool. I'm nerding out right now. I love that this is someone's job. Just and this is just what they do all day. That is so cool. Yeah, it's so amazing. I actually have a photo of uh, some of the teeth in the mouth of these lingcod, Dr. Marissa. 
Please describe what these teeth look like after all after all these days of dying. I I, I would love to. I they look like Christmas. Yeah. I I just I I'm not even a fan of Christmas, and, and and I'm just delighted by this image. I it it basically looks like half and half, mm. um, from my perspective. Uh, but yeah, it's it's kind of like every other tooth is green and then every other tooth is red yeah, except crazy. for this photo in the bottom right mm-hmm. where most of the fish's uh teeth are red i don't know maybe they were having a bad week or something <laughs> but and and i'm not sure if this is like the photography here but the teeth look like they're lit up yeah. like they look like they're almost like it's neon probably, or yeah, something. Yeah, it's probably the photography just okay. to really make I just, it. Yeah. I thought I'd mention just yeah. in case you were going to be like, "By the way, they have neon teeth." Um, <laughs> no, that's just the dye. Um yeah, there's just full-blown green teeth which suggests they're completely new. There's this full-blown red teeth which suggests those are the ones that they had from the beginning. It's really fucking cool. It's wild. Yeah. It's so cool. So, the method totally worked. And after collecting and examining a total of 10,000 teeth, oh my God. all counted by an undergrad, of course, uh, <laughs> Emily Carr, an undergraduate. Shout see, out to Emily. That's right. We see you. We salute you. <laughs> yeah. uh, Emily Carr, an undergraduate researcher at the University of South Florida. Uh, the two of them, uh, the doctor and her, did, uh, did the maths, and that math said that they lost 20 or so teeth a day with a new tooth springing up right there to replace it. That's amazing. Yeah. Well done. Pretty amazing. Uh, but here's some more fun stuff. Uh, Tooth Sorry. <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> All good. Tooth loss, frequency dependent on location. So oh. My, location. Yeah. So, my friends, it's imagination time. Okay. Okay. Now, everyone, please imagine that huge mouth with all the teeth again. I will never forget it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Now, in the front, we've got what's called the oral jaws. Okay. There's that fucking word again. Yep. Uh, now, imagine its throat. Okay. Or your throat, even. Okay. Uh, yeah, you guessed it. That's covered in teeth, too. No! Oh, my God! <laughs> this is called the pharyngeal jaws. No! So, what is the difference? Well... Oral jaws bite down, trap, and hold prey. Okay. But that throat is how and where they chew. That's a lot going on. Yeah. So imagine taking a bite of dinner, but swallowing immediately, and it's your throat that does the chewing. That's horrifying, but I... (laughs) I respect it. Yes. I, I respect this. I respect the process. I respect it, man. It's violent as fuck. So it was in this location in the back, the phary- pharyngeal jaws, where most teeth were lost and replaced. Uh, and that makes, that kind of makes sense because that's yeah. where most of the action is taking place. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So thanks to these wacky blue fish, we know a lot more about all fish teeth, really. And well, you know what, let me backtrack a little bit. I should say we know more about fish teeth that look like and function like Pacific lingcod teeth because I hate to break this to you. There are fish out there that have teeth eerily similar to our own. Really? Yeah. Dr. Marissa, I'd like to introduce you to the sheep's head fish uh, who has teeth that look like this. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Ah! <laughs> ah! I hate it. Yeah. It's, it's just. 
just what your uh, uh, close your eyes and picture a fish with human teeth, and there you have it. That's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. It looks just like me. Yes, <laughs> it looks like you when you scream. Yeah, it, it's it, this would be oh, wow. me, except um, at the bottom of its mouth, it has another row of these sort of like molar looking things. Yeah. And uh, it, yeah. it's it's real gross. It's real gross. It's really um, alarming. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. friends, this is uh, an Atlantic coast fish. Okay. Uh, and it uses, <laughs> it's on the other side, uh, and it uses its molars to crush the shells of various mollusks and crustaceans. That makes sense. But more study needs to be done to find out why and how and why, for the love of God, there's so much like our own. And uh, we're going to save that for another episode. We better talk about <laughs> it. Oh, my God. Oh. Yes. Ooh. Another nightmare fuel thing. Yeah, I know yeah. what I'm dreaming about tonight. <laughs> Woo. The end. Aw. <laughs> end on human teeth that's in right. a fish. That's right. That's the that's this podcast, baby. <laughs> I love it. Human teeth in a fish. <laughs> and butts. And butts. Always. Uh, thank you for listening, rating, subscribing, telling your friends about um, all sorts of fish and uh, oral plugs. Yeah. Tell them about the oral plug. Tell them now. <laughs> That's right. Stop everything and just text them two words. Oral, oral plug. plugs. Mm-hmm. Or plug. Let's start with one. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> Makes it more mysterious. Yes. Uh, and please, stay interesting. Please do. <laughs>